High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Joining us uh, is Professor Stephen Sidley, professor from the University of Johannesburg and tech and finance expert. Professor, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. <laughs> Professor, okay, so what we're going to be doing is, is uh, unpacking arti- the issue of artificial intelligence, looking at it uh, in a way in which it can assist with economic growth. Look, we're facing annoying load-shedding energy disruptions. Of course, that's affecting business, private residents, and uh, I guess now society is seeking for ways to just make life a bit easier and something to assist. So how is uh, artificial intelligence able to help with the current economic energy crisis? Well, there was an article in The Citizen today um, in which uh, the, the journalist um, asked ChatGPT, which is the AI flavor of the day, to suggest some ways in which AI may help the energy. Unfortunately, I'm sad to say the answers that ChatGPT gave were entirely pedestrian. Mm-hmm. It is not able to help in a situation like that. The, you know, the, the requirements of uh, our, our energy problems are far blunter and bigger than, than a need for artificial intelligence. We need to generate more. We need to distribute better and we need to, need to get rid of corruption. We don't need AI to tell us that. On the other hand, chat GPT is a, is a George Orwell moment in the history of technology. Um, uh, things are never going to be the same. Chat GPT, which is one of many artificial intelligence initiatives currently bursting out um, of their launches mm-hmm. uh, have democratized what has been happening in AI for 50 years. In other words, it made it very, very easy for your aunt Edna to use it. With, with this comes a whole bunch of benefits and a whole bunch of disadvantages. And, and I'll, I'll just stop there in case you have further questions. Okay, <laughs> right. So that that you you caught me, but but that's fine. Um, I was going to talk about implementation. How far has this gone, sir? How far is this uh, expanded so far? This artificial uh, artificial intelligence in in uh, well, in the economy. It, well, let me talk about ChatGPT specifically, and then I'll talk a little bit further about AI. AI has been well. Let me start with ChatGPT. This has gone from zero users. In the last week of November, it took 2022 to 100 million users here in the, where are we, in the first week of February. That is the fastest launch of a software product in history. So it has gone very, very far. And as I said, the reasons are mm-hmm. it is trivial to re- use. You need no technology whatsoever. You don't even have to be able to type or speak English properly to use it. AI has been around for a very, very long time, but we don't really notice it. I'll give you an obvious example. When you use the feature on your iPhone that allows you to use a picture of your face, when you hold the iPhone to your face in order to get you into an application, that's using facial recognition. That entire thing was built on artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. So artificial intelligence has been with us for quite a while in very many guises, but this is the first time that it has broken out of the world of geeks and it's available to everybody to use. Sure. And as I say, has said in one of the articles I wrote, this is just a baby out of the womb. This is 10 or 11 weeks old. And what is coming up in the future, and I'm talking about in the very near future, is astonishing and exciting and a little bit scary. Expense-wise, uh, how does that impact on one? What do we know about okay, that? Okay, I'll give you a, I'll give you a couple of real examples. There was a call-in um, a call-in listener on a radio show that I did who was not an 
a speaker of English as a first language. Right. And she says she has problems writing emails because she doesn't write English well. And we sends out a professional email in her business environment. She's a manager at some company. It comes across poorly. And she said she just fed it into ChatGPT and she got back an absolutely perfect email. So right there is a simple, unsexy, but very powerful example of how this thing can be used in everyday life. I'll give you another example. I had to write an article for, uh, for the BBC uh, about um, a certain island in, in, the, in, the, in the Indian Ocean. Right. And there was a lot of research to be done. And I usually would have used Google to do the research. But I used ChatGPT to do the research. It took me about... It was about 90% faster to do the research because I just asked ChatGPT to tell me about this island, to tell me about its culture, to tell me about its politics, to tell right. me about its history. And I wrote the article. But after I published the article, I went back and I said, please write the article for me. And ChatGPT did it, and it did it absolutely perfectly. I'd like to think mine was better. But this is going to have a okay. fundamental impact on education as well. Professor, we're going to have to leave it there. We've just about run out of time. We'd love to have chatted to you more about this. But, uh, yes, thank you for joining us uh, to just uh, unpack a bit as to artificial intelligence, where we stand with that uh, issue now and uh, what we can look forward to, as you say, in the near future. Professor Stephen Sidley, professor from the University of Johannesburg and tech and finance expert, giving us the rundown on uh, artificial intelligence, uh, where we are going with this and uh, how it can play a crucial role in our lives uh, just to make life a little easier and uplift our tasks and uh, yes make life easier as i've said and uh, yeah pave the way for a better life that we all hope for don't we